0: End of the line. Episode 37. Carly. Ever wondered how hard it is to have a wee when you're wearing a heavy silk evening gown with an oversized taffeta underskirt? No, of course not, but I'll enlighten you anyway. It is really, really difficult. And incredibly annoying because it's sort of distracting from the glamour of the event. Because despite being proudly kitted out in designer gear and running the red carpet looking like the epitome of strikingly cool, Vogue's words, not mine, I'm currently trying to hold up four tonnes of fancy material so I don't get piss strips on it. And this dress is amazing. Gorgeous, showy, designer, and when they start shouting, who are you wearing, at me, do you know what I replied with? Sweet fuck all. I couldn't remember for the life of me who made this dress at that moment because at the same time as being asked a simple and flippant question, this voice from the crowd also shouted, Carly, so why did you get rid of Josh's baby then? And just like that, it really didn't matter if I was in high couture or a dress made from carrier bags because the thing I didn't want anyone to know, he knew. That random man in the crowd, press, a journalist, a blogger, a passing fucking dog walker. I don't know who he was. I didn't try to find out and I certainly didn't answer his fucking question. I must have moved fast but it felt like I was walking through mud. It took ages for me to get away from the lights and the crowd and the people from it all. I can feel my phone vibrating in my clutch bag. It's gone off non-stop. I don't want to switch it off because I'll have to look at it to do that and I know I'll see a message or a notification that makes this really happening. I did need a wee, but this cubicle has saved me. Just for a short while, I know. But locking the door, shutting the world out, maybe just hiding from that one man. I don't know him, but he knew the most personal and painful thing about me. And I have to face up to the fact that getting piss strips on this frock isn't really my main concern. I do. I live my life very much in the public eye. Fame is hard, but I'll never ask for sympathy there because the rewards are plenty. I'm famous and the world knows a lot about me. But it's mostly an edited version of me. A pre-prepared, prepped and ready stylized me. What he knows, that's me. Raw and heartbroken and regretting that I let someone treat me that way. That it ended with me having to do something I never thought I'd have to do. Something I thought women only did because they were silly teenagers that hadn't been careful enough. Or if something truly horrendous had happened to you. Not something I'd ever have to do. Because with the right person, I'd do it. I'd play a mother in real life. I'd be a mother. But not for him. Never for him. I didn't want him to ever know what I'd done. It was my decision. And someone I called a friend has taken that decision away from me. For a cash reward. The price of fame. Simple as that. My decision will now be for all to judge, and they will. You think people won't be that nasty. That cruel. That fucking opinionated about someone they don't know. Oh, they will. So I'll stay in this cubicle a little bit longer, until I'm ready to face the questions from those who know me, those who work for me, those who love me, those who love an idea of me, those who feel it's their right to know the answers. It's fucking not. But I'll answer to everyone in some way, shape or form. The real question is how I make people understand that I made that decision so I could be free of him. Free of him in some ways, but still tied to him forever in other ways. A decision that came out of a horrible and abusive relationship, if you could call it that. A period in my life I want to forget about, move on from. I wanted to keep it private because those who love me will be upset I didn't ask them for help and support. But those people will also not understand why I let someone, something like that into my life. My charmed, exciting, glamorous life. How could I be so stupid? All the good characters I've ever played have made mistakes. That's what made them good characters. Interesting characters, ones you want to watch on screen, go on a journey with. When I finally leave this bloody toilet cubicle, I'll start a new journey. And I hope the right people come with me. I hope the story that gets told about me is good and true. Oh, the dress. It's a Vivian Westwood, by the way. And for a short while and before some prick upset me, I felt like I had a sense of control over myself and my body and my life and I think I won't let myself forget that feeling. You say this is the end of the line Didn't you know? Carly was played by Evan Walker. The episode was written by Helen Cattle and directed by Mark Haywood. Casting by Sydney Aldridge. Music by Daisy Chute and Kerry Ann from The Herd Collective. The episode was recorded at The Sound Company in London and edited by Mitchell Harris. The End of the Line is an ink jockey production. But this is nothing. It's not the end of the...